0: Hi, welcome to On the Bright Side.
1: Life on the Bright Side? Life
0: on the Bright Side. Life on the Bright Side. Yes! Yes. With... With...
1: Kyle. Kyle and Mommy. Thank you. Welcome to Day 6. Day 6. On Life on the, the Bright, bright side. side. Yay, you say. Yay. Yay. <laughs> 30 podcasts for life on the bright side. So welcome. I have a special guest today because today is Origin Story Day. We're going to be talking about the t-shirt that I'm wearing now that says collaboration. And the reason we're going to have this guest is because he was here from the very beginning. May I introduce you to Ken Mosca. It was a tough get, but I got him here
0: a very tough get. Thank you for finally inviting me. I thought maybe I'd be the very last. Wow. You,
1: you may about very well be the last after this.
0: Day six. Wow. Okay. I made it within the first week. What
1: can I tell you? It's all about ratings. Um, this is sweeps week. So I needed you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you for joining me. Um, well, the reason you are here is because Faces for Autism started out as a support group that we just wanted to have for families to get together because mainly we had never met another child on the autism spectrum, let alone a family. So it was kind of a selfish thing in the beginning where I said to you, I want to do something where I want to get people together. At that time, I had worked for Shore Medical Center and set up support groups for other organizations and different events. So I started thinking about it and I said, let's do a support group. But that was only because why? We went to visit, who? This is all you.
0: Well, our very first collaboration was what was with the County of Atlantic. Mm-hmm. After I had a uh, a um, a conversation with County Executive Dennis Levinson, right? He sent over a young lady from his Department of Health, I believe it was okay. Health and Human Services, right? And um, I knew there was a department. Of Health and Human Services, because I'd worked for 11 years for Atlanta County. However, I did not know that a little piece of it could have been um, some assistance to us. Right. And I remember being somewhat surprised uh, because she, you know, called, set the appointment up with you um, at the request of Dennis. So it was Dennis who really got us in motion so our very first collaboration was with you know atlantic county and got us kind of moving in the right direction because we didn't know what we were in for as you said we didn't know any other families where were we going to get support um i don't want to get too far ahead of you but at one point in time you said oh my god you know it looks like kyle's going to be the test case here because you started this you started the ball rolling and then the families started joining. And as things were progressing with Kyle or not progressing, you would share with this ever growing group.
1: Mm-hmm. But don't forget how we, after that, after talking to Dennis Levinson, we talked to Frank Blee.
0: Frank Blee, then Assemblyman Frank Blee and Paul D'Amato with their um, administrative aide, legislative aide, Christine Tanaka, Chris Tanaka. And we sat with. The three of them uh, over a two day period, yes, and they helped helped us put faces together and Chris was able to put us in contact with you know state agencies you know places where we could go and get services, but you soon found out that there really weren't a lot of services out there, so you were kind of cracking the egg and creating your own right. which became. Creating for everybody, you know, and that's where the, the, the you know the the support was was coming in. The support that you were providing to families. Here's what you were finding out and then you were getting them off into a direction that they could bring back information from their direction. So then it just came right. a conglomeration of collaboration. Sure. A conglomeration that's our ne-
1: of collaboration. There that, you go.
0: That's our next T-shirt, by the way.
1: Yeah, conglomeration puzzle pieces
0: part. coming together. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Well, what's interesting about it is that um, the, the story, the way everybody remembers the story um, is a little bit different, but the clear part of it I do remember is meeting with Assemblyman Frank Blee He said, I have someone for you to meet with. And it was also new because the internet was not a big thing back then. And because of the fact that we were involved with the diagnosis of, actually, it was a two-year-old, because he was in early intervention, going into age three, what happened was he said, we have this man to meet with you, and the acronym was COSAC, C-O-S-A-C. I had no idea what that acronym was, you didn't either, and this nice man came in and spoke to us, and it happened to be the president of what is now Autism New Jersey. Autism Speaks did not exist back then. So what ended up happening was we talked to the man and he said, well, I said, I I would love to start a support group down here for autism. And I told him that we had been talking about it. And he kind of wryly smiled at me and he said, well, there aren't any people down in Atlanta County. We had a support group down here. And he pretty much patted my head and said, listen, honey, there, you don't need a support group because there's not enough people to meet. They're all in North Jersey. So my favorite part was he looked and he goes, well, you can always start start your own. And he laughed. And you looked at me and said, oh no, you don't know her.
0: <laughs> but I think that was in your mind anyway. Oh, I was already there. Yeah, That was in your mind. Yeah. You were going to be I think you and I had a joke back in the day when I used to you know, have these visions of what you were going to end up doing someday. And I think I said to you, you were going to end up educating the masses, if you remember. Right. Educating or teaching the masses. And that's and that's what happened. So I knew, I remember looking at you, and you had that Isabel Rye smile that you had <laughs> once in a while. And um you were off to the races. You were just, you know, and, and for me, you know, if you recall, I'm a new administrator of a town, right. Working crazy, you know, a lot of hours, and a lot of this was just falling on you. Then it got to the point where you know, I was the guy raising funds to right. do what we wanted to do. In fact, I believe our very first meeting was held um, in Linwood. Yes. At the um, at the municipal building.
1: And the picture we showed on Facebook and Instagram today that corresponds with this is so beautiful because we don't even think about it. This picture right here is the picture, I'm showing Ken a picture of our twins as three-year-olds in matching overalls in front of our house that our neighbor Marlene took. That picture I put up on a display next to a tray of fruits and vegetables and cookies and snacks for people to come to that meeting that we invited to them, um, them to in May of 2002. What ended up happening was I was thinking in the back of my head, talking to a couple of people that I had met at a, at a meeting about autism. And one of them was Eileen Mullen. And I said to her, mm-hmm. I would like to start a group and I can see. And I started telling her and the most amazing thing. I got chills the other day. I realized it, it exists exactly what we wanted to do. I said, we wanted to start a nonprofit organization that would help people. To, and to support them and educate them. And, and back then it was called Families for Autistic Children Education and Support. So we were the FACES group. And the t-shirt that I have on right now says the FACES group. That's all we were. We weren't FACES for Autism. And by the time we explained what the acronym was, people were long gone. <laughs> so we changed it to FACES for Autism, even though it's a little bit redundant. It still stands because this collaboration with families throughout the lifespan stands after 19 years. We collaborate with people all over the world now, thanks to social media. We talk to people, instead of maybe once or twice a week, we talk to them constantly. I'm usually on my phone talking to people on Instagram, messaging them, emailing them, texting them, what have you, constantly, all day long, every day. And it has become a life's path. And the collaboration that you and I have had having a child diagnosed on the autism spectrum has been quite a journey. So knowing that we each have our roles in that, I think that's the thing that I want to speak to for families is that maybe I was the one that was learning all that I could through, if you look at the sea of books that we have in front of us right now, uh, over the years, the people that we've learned from bringing Temple Grandin in to teach people about what it's like to be a successful person,
0: and and, and I've said this to you before. Listen to what you just said. <laughs> you brought in Temple Grandin, right? How many times has Temple come to speak at our events? Three times.
1: Well, she's been here twice.
0: Twice, but okay. we
1: we've seen I've seen her probably five times. Right? But yes.
0: But again, Temple Grandin, yeah. you were able to bring in Temple Grandin. She had it. She had an HBO. A uh, movie made about her starring Claire Danes that brought a whole nother spotlight to to autism and to what can be. I mean obviously Temple is way up, you know, in the spectrum to have the education that she has and, and, and you know and, and what she tries to teach, you know, so many others, but that's what you've tried to bring down here to faces is that kind of education. To where people can go to someone like her and how many times did people come up to us and just were just stunned that you're able to get Temple mm-hmm. Grandin and then look on the flip side like I mentioned you know we try to raise the money to keep everything going and we have a, a comedy night which will right. be what July 22nd this year we had, we had to move it and it'll yeah. be July 22nd at, at, at Seaview um, which we're all excited about. Talk about collaboration. Yeah, the community,
1: as as people like to say, it takes a village. The collaboration there, the sponsors that we have have carried us. It started out funding our annual conference, for a one time thing each year. To now, it funds everything that we do each year.
0: And, and it does. It, Thanks it, to it, you, it, by the way. <laughs> well, and we have a, we look. We have a good group. We we really do. We we have a good group. It's a caring community.
1: We were back, Ken and I were speaking, and then my phone decided to ring and turned off the recording. So we were just in the thick of it. You were saying some of the most eloquent things. (laughs) Of course, everyone missed them.
0: Isn't that always the way for me?
1: (laughs) But we wanted to talk about collaboration, and the ultimate collaboration is thanks to the community. Not only do we have wonderful board members, not only do we have wonderful staff, Barb Hake is an incredible treasurer. We would not be able to do what we do without them. knowing that our board is there to support what we do, go out in the community, find people, let people know what's happening, our sponsors, our past board members, our families who are facing autism. Thanks to our efforts to try and create fundraising um, vehicles so that we were able to bring money in to do the programs that we do, we started Stand Up for Autism. And now that's been... Stand
0: Up 11? Um, 11. uh, That's right. And this... Version. If you recall, we did two, right. And then we—I t- forget how many years we took off. I guess we could figure it out.
1: Well, we did wine, women, and song.
0: Yeah, but we did. Yeah. So this oh. is the eleventh in this, you know, in this iteration of stand up, and uh, we're gonna have Mark Rucadana, Patty Rosborough, Molly Cornfeld. I'm very excited about this show. They are very excited about coming here because Faces has such a great reputation with. Not only the comics that we've had here, which numbers, uh, which is over thirty comics, but they all talk. I hear from comics who uh, I've recently become friendly with who mm-hmm. want to do the show. I golf with them. We'll be golfing with another one, you know, in a week or so, and and, and they're involved in, in doing this show, um, and that's that's very gratifying. So the collaboration with our sponsors is so important, and we have to see who's left out there because of COVID you know it's going right. to be a challenge to right. um move forward with the momentum that we had we got lucky last year uh, the shutdown was a couple of days after our event uh so it's the it's the you know momentum that we're going to need to you know bring back
1: yeah and and i think knowing that A lot of people ask us they know that we do education and support. They know that we do programs for families we we do them throughout the lifespan. We do them for parents. We do them for siblings. We do them for girls with autism. We do them for adults, teenagers, young, newly diagnosed. The one thing uh, that people out in the community ask is, how can I help? They can volunteer. They can donate. They can understand and they can accept people on the autism spectrum when you see them out in the community one of the most important things that you can do is if somebody is
0: there say hello recognize them hello how are you that's all that's all sometimes someone on the autism spectrum needs it's just someone to say hello how are you nice to see you that, that engages them they feel like they're part of a community i can see it with our own son i mean he gets stuck sometimes with the, some of the difficulties he has, but when people say hello to him, he's very quick to respond. You know, he's very uh, you know, friendly, you know, that way. Sometimes too friendly. (laughs) Especially during COVID, it's like, you know, we gotta teach him the six foot rule. But everything is a process. We're doing this in our what, twenty first, twenty second year and it's still a process. We're still learning. And, you know, the future, you know, who knows what the future is. That's why we take one day at a time.
1: Right. And and what's what's beautiful about it is having the opportunity. I remember when Kyle was newly diagnosed and we would be in a store and he would be having a tantrum. And people didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And what I did was
0: I put on T-shirts that said autism. Yeah, I wore a bag that said autism. We were accused of being bad parents. How many <laughs> times were we accused of being bad parents? Yep. How many times were we walking through a restaurant where Kyle would... Grab the french fries of a kid, and the kid mm. would start crying. You know how many times were we on the boardwalk or wherever and and you know Kyle would try to grab someone 's glasses or tie like I said, food, drink yep. police it,
1: have been called
0: yes, police have been called, and then you know thankfully, we're so active in our own community uh and this goes back years now where the you know police would get a phone call and uh the then sergeant who became lieutenant, who became captain, who's now our chief, always had our back and always let people know that's the Mosca family, that's Kyle. That's a wonderful family. And here's what they're dealing with and doing their best with. And how many times did we hear from people who are apologizing? So Absolutely, but
1: teaching that awareness, you're basically we are teaching people to be kinder and we are in a world where kindness matters. It doesn't matter if you have a child on the autism spectrum. If, if someone is having a bad day and you just smile, you acknowledge them. This could make a big difference, especially nowadays during the pandemic. A lot of us have not been able to get out of the house. But now with the collaboration of, like you just said, you mentioned law enforcement has been a blessing. The sheriff is on our board. He is behind us. Eric Scheffler. Yes. And knowing that mm. Eric is there and promoting the cause and talking to officers, making sure that people know this is what's important. Um, He celebrated Autism Acceptance Month as well. We all need to understand that this collaboration has ripple effect in the community. Whatever way you are able to offer support, you are collaborating with us and you become part of our origin story, knowing that We have a long-term effect on the community, and I'm seeing it's getting me really excited because I'm looking at the posts on Instagram and Facebook from people whose lives we have affected because we were there as first responders for their families. And what I always like to say to the families is we can be angels for each other, which is something we do every day. So kindness in a community, whether it's a very small, contained, specific community like autism or your immediate geographic community or beyond, we can all help each other.
0: And, and as we age out, we're going to need more help. We're yes. going to need younger families to, to get involved. Um, you don't have to have a child on the spectrum to, to volunteer or support faces. You know, um, look, if you're interested in helping us, July 22nd, it's a Thursday. Seaview Country Club. It's a beautiful venue. We were there last year. Tickets are only $75. It comes with dinner, beautiful dinner, uh, a buffet that they will put together for us. They treat us like gold there. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's an outstanding facility. The food is outstanding. Three great comics. You you, you can't beat it. It's It's a fun night. Again, it's only $75 a ticket. And I say only, you're getting a great dinner. You're getting a dinner and a show. And uh, you're supporting a wonderful organization, and it's all tax deductible. Uh, I believe if you go to FACES, the number four, uh, autism.org, yes. you can um, put your get your tickets now. So um, I hope you'll join us. It'll be a great night.
1: And thank you, everybody, for listening to Life on the Bright Side today. I hope you liked our special guest. If you have any comments, please leave them. We would love to know. Give him five stars. I need to show him that even though he was on the sixth day.
0: <laughs> I made the first week. I'd say that's good enough for me. I, made, I didn't get April 30th. Yeah,
1: I, I thought about it, but our anniversary is coming up this week. So we are celebrating the anniversary of FACES, as well as being married for 33 years, knowing that there are families out there who have you know, the issues, not only of autism, but growing together as a couple. There are many challenges, it's a 90% divorce rate. The fact that we are still standing after so many marriages that we know have not survived is a true miracle and a testament, testament to the fact that the two of us, we have learned to play each other's roles when necessary and fill in the blanks. And I think that that is the key with a lot of families, asking for help from each other when you need it.
0: Don't be afraid. We were too proud to ask for help. Isabel and I were very lucky. We had parents, siblings, and friends who rallied around us and helped us. That's very important. Yeah.
1: So, on that note, I know you have to go do some yard work and I have to take Kyle out. <laughs> so, tag. I-
0: And so it goes.
1: Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And again, if you have any interest in attending Stand Up for Autism 11, we will be posting the information on the website so that you can join us if you would like to donate a door prize. That's always a helpful thing as well. Take care. Have a great day, everybody. And remember to find the joy every day. Thanks for listening to Life on the Bright Side and for this month's 30 t-shirts and 30 podcasts relating to Faces for Autism. If you'd like more information about autism or Faces for Autism or even Life on the Bright Side, visit our website at www.faces4autism.org. Thanks so much, everyone, and have a great day.
0: Have a great day.
1: Bye-bye.